What's up, everybody? This is episode one of many. You got Andrew and Iris here, your two hosts for Success Direct podcast, where we're going to bring you real estate, fun stuff, shit that people don't want to talk about because they're too dang sensitive and scared to talk about it, right? You may hear Iris and I have some crazy different opinions, but this is going to be a form that we can just talk about stuff like that. We're going to bring you motivational stuff. We're going to bring our kick-ass friends that are doing amazing in their realm of business or fitness or health, wealth, whatever. Um, so Iris, your floor. Hey, so today we're going to be talking about Bank of America. They just released this new trial program um, announced Tuesday. Today is actually the 1st of September. But um, they're going to be offering loans to people in certain predominantly Black and Hispanic neighborhoods in cities like Charlotte, Dallas, Detroit, L.A., and Miami. So Bank of America has always um, provided like this option for um, people to get mortgage loans for um, no money down, no closing costs, and um, no private mortgage insurance, which is really nice because it's it basically helps people get into home ownership that can pay a mortgage, but they just need like just a hand up. Um, so anyway, I think a lot of people are wondering if that's ethical because it's excluding certain races. But um, so what do you think about that? Um, I think it's be it's coming at a perfect time um, in where we're at. Right. Cause we're coming up on the midterms of the next election. So I think there's a lot, there's going to be a lot more focus on racial stuff. Right. Because that's one of the pain points people, people don't talk about. Right. Do I think the program is amazing? Yes, I do. Do I think that everybody should be afforded the same opportunity? I do. Right. I don't think black, white, Hispanic. Right. However, um, the African-American community only makes up about like 15 to 20% of the whole U.S. population, which isn't a ton, right? Um, so I I don't know. I, I think the program's been around for a while and you and I were discussing that. I called one of our lenders. The program's been around for a while. It's just being brought to light. Um, now, can I say without a doubt that it's um, there's a play there? I don't know. I think everybody always has a play. I, I left, right, middle. I think there's always a play for somebody. Um, but I if I think if it is benefiting them and there's stipulations that are fair, I think why not? Um, I mean, if it helps them, because I love having my rent paid for, my house and my mortgage paid for, but back of my mind, I'm like, man, I wish these people could just afford their own house, you know, like, but there's other not, you can't help everybody. And sometimes people just, you know, sometimes people need a little boost and then sometimes people just need to help themselves. So, um, I think if it, if it's ran properly and it's not used as just some gimmick marketing tool, um, I think it's amazing. Yeah. So from what I understand, this is, um, coming from Bank of America. So it's not like something where taxpayers are paying this money. It's like Bank of America, which I think is amazing. Like homeownership, um, having strong homeowners in certain communities is important. 
like building communities, um, building neighborhoods and things like that, establishing rates and just having um, a higher uh, owner-occupied situation in certain neighborhoods, I think that's important. Well, yeah, I mean, to kind of add to that, it's that's what opportunity zones are. Basically, opportunity zones, short, condensed version of it is basically it's an unimproved section of land within a county or a state or a city that, you know, is a little rundown. It's not it's not ideal for like you're not going to see like most like blue collar and up people wanting to like go there. Right. Or build their investing. Yes, unless they're investing. Exactly. So what they do is the opportunity zone is the county will help you improve it or they'll improve it themselves. And then you have to have like a a certain percentage of of demographics. So you need to have like public uh, service people. You need to have um, some higher end, like you got to have a good mixture. And then um, and then there's that affordable housing where, you know, they're not going to get it at that fair market price to kind of mix it up. But a lot of those places are vetted, right? Because I think, you know, you just don't want, you don't want to build a community up and then just have no vetting process to where they just come in and now you just spend all this money, you just refurbish this area and it's just worse off than when you left it. Cause now you just have houses here that are either abandoned, torn up, not well taken care of. So, um, I, I'm, a, I, I'm, I'm not a pessimist. I just, I just think there's, um, the program's been around for a while. So, so I think the way that it was just brought to light and painted is a little, a little interesting of the time, the time we're in. Yeah. And also, but like the topic, obviously black and Hispanic, um, is sensitive. I mean, uh, not, uh, uh, oh, oh. We're okay. So we're in like, <laughs> we're in a time where housing is completely unaffordable. Yeah. So, um, it's an entry point for a lot of people that they, they're paying rent. They know they can afford to, like, they've been, they have good jobs. They work every day. My first house was a townhouse in, um, in a neighborhood that, you know, it was an entry point for me to be able to leverage that, sell that, buy another house and then buy another house. And so I just feel like the opportunity should be there. Whereas, I don't know. I Okay, so this statistic, I was reading that Black borrowers are twice, um, twice that of overall population of mortgage denial rate. So I thought that was pretty crazy that um, they're they're being denied or, you know, we're supposed to have, you know, equal fair housing opportunities, yet here they are not able to get a house, whereas a white family is is getting the mortgage. So um, so that's on CNBC.com. What do you think about that? Um, I don't I don't have enough I don't think I have enough data to kind of pick that apart or, or to go with it. Right. I just, I don't know enough. I don't know why they're getting denied. Um, unless it says it in there. Um, I mean, cause obviously, um, we, we, this is going to be a lot of real estate talk. So let's just kind of walk through some things that like you can get denied for, right? Like bad credit, missed payments in the last 12 months, 
you know, high DTI. DTI stands for debt to income, which means they take your fixed bills and your fixed income and they see what's offset, right? Like, all right, if you make 10, excuse me, if you make $10,000 a month and your bills are $5,000 a month, guess what? You're at a 50% DTI and they're not, um, you become higher risk the closer you get to 50 or over. And then, um, and then I think I said credit score. So credit score is a big thing, but most lenders, um, most lenders have different layers or overlays. I mean, to where like some may approve 620, some may approve 580. So if it's a credit score issue and I would just shop lenders, but, and the great thing, a lot of people don't know is they just, they, you can shop lenders, like go shop lenders within your first 30 days. It doesn't affect you. It shouldn't. They kind of bundle it up as one over time to where it only looked like one hard inquiry. But yeah, I mean, I've heard that. Yeah, I've heard that statistic too. And again, I I haven't done as much research on it as I probably should have, but but it's funny how we work, right? We do we do research on stuff we're passionate about and then we we choose to have an un or misinformed opinion about stuff we're not passionate about, but we still have the opinion and still like to put our two cents in where it is. So I think this well, and is you can manipulate statistics to go either way in any yeah. favor. I mean, I mean, come on, like the the definition of manipulation has happened over the last couple of years with statistics. I mean, you could literally drive your car off a cliff, and they would have said that you died from COVID. Yes. Yeah. yeah, it was. It's like I mean, it's like what? Well, come on, like. But yeah, I agree a hundred percent. Like you can manipulate them to your favor or, or against you. So, but yeah, yeah so that is an I just feel article. like if people can just, um, do their own research instead of mm-hmm. just repeating what other people are saying, because I do, I like before I say anything, cause there's always two sides to the story. I always try to research it and make sure that I know what I'm talking about and that I'm providing correct information to people, um, that are concerned about it. Cause there's, there's always people that like are extreme on one side, like, and I've seen it. I've experienced stuff myself, but then there's people that are just like, okay, now you're just being ridiculous. So, um, yeah, get, get the right information from different sources. Like hopefully they're unbiased, but stats are stats when they're coming from the national association of realtors. When you have, okay, so check out these numbers. So black African-American buyers um, make up about 5% um, of home buyers and their desire to own a home is like almost 50%. Asian Pacific Islander, 4%. This is coming from National Association of Realtors. And then um, Hispanic and Latino, Mexican, Puerto Rican, 6%. Um, and then whites is like 85%. And I get that the population is bigger, but I don't know. What do you think about that? Those numbers are kind of were shocking. When I first saw them, I was like, that's not yeah. right. We so... need to have minority owned. And I'm obviously, I'm... Yeah. So we need to have more minority-owned businesses, homeowners, yeah, community 
influencers, all that. Yeah. And um, I don't disagree with you. I do think there is a thing that's just been holding. And again, I'm not in the African-American community. I have friends that we have conversations and it's really educated conversations. It's not like, like being called a bigot or a racist. There were actually intelligent people talking to each yeah. other. And that's, I think that's what's missing right now is people are screaming on both sides and nobody's listening because nobody wants to listen to somebody scream, period. Right. Nobody's like sitting down having adult conversations. <laughs> and what I, what I think is happening and, um, is the loudest people in the African American community is actually dividing the community more like the, I think there it's, I think for my perspective is if you've been established in this country and, um, I, I do think there's, there's factors that do hold people back that are out of people's control. I'm not ignorant to that. Like, I know that is a thing, but I think if you've been established in this country, um, long enough and you've, Oh, you've tried and you've overcome the hurdles that, yeah, life might have gave you, right? Like people are born and they just have shit they have to deal with and it sucks, right? Like not everybody's born with a great upbringing. I get that. But I do think that everybody has an amazing opportunity here. This, like we're in the greatest, I don't give a shit right now. It may not look like it, but we're the greatest freaking country in the world. And there's a shitload of opportunity out there. And I think, in, I think sometimes we get so caught up in the drama and everybody else's crap that we, we forget to like stay in our lane and focus and build something for us. And then we just go into that mode where we're just victim mode, right? Yeah. Yeah. But and I, hate, I, I hate victim mode. I, well, you and I have been dealing with it a little bit this week, right? Not, yeah. not between you and I, but like, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I just. I, I know that's a statistic and I, it, it is probably a lot to do with obviously the, the ratio of people, 80 white people make up a lot of the country. I mean, like, I think it's like something stupid, like 60% with like, it's, it's just a lot of people. Right. So, um, yeah, that's kind of where I'm going to leave that topic. Okay. Okay. So so how do you feel, though, with um, the, <laughs> the Bank of America? Like the, I, think, um, I think they probably should have had a little bit more detail in there. I think they should have explained a little bit more. There's, because when you first look at that, anybody in the real estate or the mortgage industry, uh, maybe not somebody that's been in the mortgage industry for a couple of years, but a newer one is going to say, man, that's a respite violation. That's like, it's again, what is, what is that? But there's, um, it's like a program or a grant that's, um, through them and the government. So it's not like, it's kind of like a VA thing, but, and for people that say like, oh, that's racist or they're getting an upper, no, they have programs for everybody. They have programs for every first time home buyer to help you out all the way down to the county and the city level to help people get into a home. There's actually programs out there that are like 
oh, you want your house more energy efficient? They will they will give you money for new roof, new windows, new crap, and nobody takes advantage of it. Everybody just says, wah, 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 I don't have the money. No, you just didn't take the time to freaking Google anything. You're lazy. Yeah, yeah there's yeah. money out there for everybody to help anybody. Yeah. That's my take on it. I mean, because my ex-husband was white, I was not eligible to uh, qualify for any student loans. Shoot. Because I'm about to take a 23 and me, Iris, and I'm about to qualify for everything. (laughs) (laughs) I should have leave that done. I mean, I just carry around the piece of paper with me. I mean, I'm probably Spaniard. I don't know, African-American, what? I don't even know what I am. I, I'm probably a mutt like everybody else. Well, I know I'm a mutt, but, you know. I mean, I think these are really nice things to do. Like, that, yeah. it's a great thing. And if you can take advantage of it, then why not? Yeah. No, I mean, I'm not, I'm not knocking. I think, again, I just, there's, I just hope, I just don't want it to be one of those smoky mirrors where it's, it's just, because I, <laughs> What I think the media does, and at this point, I do think it's very intentional, is they call they they do shit and they bring stuff to light to cause division and yeah. pe- get people riled up versus mm-hmm. bringing people together. And yeah. just to headline that, just to headline it, I mean, come on, is could you have said I don't know? Could you have listed it a little bit differently or like labeled it so it doesn't but look? But would people have respond? Would it get the attention it it deserved deserved had they not like? Did we just do the Gary V quote? Deserved. That's what he does. Quote. <laughs> Maybe I watched too much Gary. Yeah. <laughs> but but I mean like now I completely lost my train of thought with that. No, it's all good. So, uh, but yes, do I think it's a great program and will it help people get into houses? I think, I think that's amazing. I think if they deserve it and they qualify, why the frick not? If people get pissed, then it just cause means that they don't have anything else to do with their time. I don't, I, I only looked at it because of the headline and I said, Ooh, that's a little off. And then I started reading it and then somebody on Twitter posted a funny thing that just said, posted the headline. And then it said, sorry, whites at the bottom. And I was just like, that's funny. I got to repost that. That's funny. <laughs> just because it's, not, it, it's, they didn't say anything about anybody else. They actually pick, picked, you know, a certain demographic of people. So, yeah. All right. Well, well this is called the Community Affordable Loan Solution. And like I said, it's only available in certain cities. Um, I actually had a, one of my buyers call, um, and they said that they don't have it here in Colorado Springs in El Paso County, at least right now. So it might not even be available. It's just. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're just trying to make noise and, and it worked with a lot yeah. of people. Yeah. A that was of- like the first text I sent our group, huh? This morning. I was like, what do y'all think of this? Yeah. And I was like, oh God, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> But okay, well, um, hopefully people can have nice conversations in the comments. Yep, so name, yep, like, yep. No, them. So take that we, crap somewhere else. Yeah. So um, we will do this um, every week, right? We're gonna have our success direct podcast. Yeah. Are we done? I thought we were gonna do like two or three topics. 
Oh, we are, but I just don't want to have a long video to edit. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, so if you want to stay with us on the next topic, make sure you're subscribed. Um, we're on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube. And what else? Is that it? Just those three? I don't know. Find us on social media. DM me. Send me a text if you can find my phone number. Yeah. Like, comment, share. Do all the things. Are you in the comment section? Yeah. All right. So uh, we'll see you guys next week. All right.